If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. I mean, it's the little things in life that matter, right? I mean, do you enjoy when you're in the shower, like just a great smelling shampoo? It's so luxurious. The only shampoo I enjoy is Whey. My favorite is their detox shampoo. It's so, it smells so good, okay? I mean, what more do you want in a shampoo? But their anti-dandruff shampoo is amazing. It fights flakes and smooth scalps. They're both great. Their anti-dandruff shampoo is also 100% clinically proven to gently soothe itchy, irritated scalps, which I have. And it helps keep your hair clean and soft. And I mean, like, how embarrassing is it like when you're out and your scalp is itching? Whey shampoo helps really alleviate all of that. So if you're not using whey, it's time to upgrade today. They also have these awesome scalp serums that hydrate the scalp. I don't know, their website, you got to check it out. There's so much they have to offer. The way to healthy hair this season and beyond starts here. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code VELVETROPE for 15% off your entire purchase. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I. AI.com. Use code VELVETROPE and get 15% off your entire purchase. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the Velvet Rope. We have an icon alert. We are here with the one and only Miss Sarah Frasia. I love you. Well, you know, it takes one to know one, darling. I am really kissing your ass lately. I mean, you know, Jesus. Um, I mean, as, what, you should, as you should. As I should. You know, I mean, I love it. You know, people either love our podcast, they hate it together. Oh my God, there's so many hot takes. You know what? That's a, I always feel like you're onto something though. When, when a combination of people or a person strikes a nerve and people either love it or hate it or feel like you talk over me and, you know, or they feel like I don't listen to you. I mean, you're onto something. So that's what I appreciate. We're onto it. We're on to it. You know, the one woman told me, what was it that um you said? I can't believe David is now in LA part-time. And we went out, we finally met and he's fabulous and he's this and he's that. And I'm like, thank you. She's like, you did not give her one comp. You did not say one thing back about her. <laughs> and I'm like, so now I have to, that, that was, this was months ago, guys. We all have a small artifice, but so whoever that was, thank you. And so today I say we are with an icon and her name is Sarah Farasia. I feel the same about you. Love you so much. So anyway, as you we know, continue to podcast. As we continue to podcast, you know who's also an icon? Who? The one, the only, a juicy Joe. <laughs> Sorry, I love. Oh my god! Uh, I will fight whoever to the death. And no, I just because I ignore people, but I will never. Uh, Juicy is an icon. Love Juicy, lovely man, lovely man. I've spoken to him one on one. He's a lovely man. I am so curious though because this moment broke the internet briefly on a Sunday. Um, do you believe for one second? that Juicy and Joe Gorga walk into the same bar and there just happens to be at great angles, a camera catching them. 
hugging one another and catching up for old times because I think this is one of the fakest, phoniest moments. And and what a slap in the face to Teresa and her girls. And, and honestly, I'm, I'm so curious because you're such an insider with Kim. I'm so over this back and forth with Teresa and Melissa. I've completely honestly turned it off. Like I, I really have, like, I know Kim has more inside scoops. So your Patreon is much more fascinating to me. I just, I'm so, I'm so bored with it. And this seems so fake. A lot of people are bored with it. I mean, listen, you know, who's not bored with it? Who? The world two with DVR feedback, 2.3 million is the number that's with DVR feedback and that's still high. New Jersey and Beverly Dude. Hills are 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 the I don't know. I feel Jersey and Beverly Hills to me incite people the most. The, the, look, regardless, these are great ratings. These are great ratings. So it's having a good season. Look, knowing all the players involved with this one, and we'll get into Gia and then Melissa. And look, I mean. They are in the Bahamas, Melissa and Joe, and Juicy lives there. So, you know, would it shock me if, like, Joe and Melissa just, like, figured out where Juicy was going to be? I mean, listen, let me make it very clear. Juicy was not looking for Joe Gorga or Melissa Gorga. This has nothing to do with teens. I'm just being honest with you of how this is all working because I know these people. I guarantee you Juicy was not looking for them. If you watch the video, he's really not so comfortable with his hug. Did you see all this? Yes. I, that's why I think this is the phoniest thing. I mean, I've seen some bloggers that are coming for Gia now that is that are like, Gia, get over it. Um, you know, that. But after you know, Joe and Melissa have spent so much time and rightfully so, you know, so furious with Joe Giudice because of him, you know, dragging Teresa into his crimes and getting, you know, Teresa to co-sign on it. Yeah, I don't blame, I don't blame them. Like I, it is, it's, they've trashed Joe Giudice. And then this moment was just so fake and so staged. And I think, I think they are, I go back to kind of what you said. I I think they're going to do anything they can to keep a storyline going to remain on this show because it's been a decade. They, this is their full-time income. You know, we, we talked last episode about, Kim Zolciak, their house being in full foreclosure. I mean, these people become reality show icons. They don't want to give it up. I don't blame them. The money's incredible. The appearances are incredible. There's free trips. I just think that they're like, oh, here's an, any opportunity they can. But I'm curious, what what do you say and what can you share about what Kim's? I mean, this is just what I think. First of all, look, either they were in the same place just I mean, the Bahamas isn't so huge, right? So it's possible. So either they were in the same place or these two people said, I mean, we went on vacation. They do go on vacation to the islands a bunch, Melissa and Joe. I mean, you pick the Bahamas out of all the islands. I mean, there's St. Lucia, there's St. Croix, there's 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 a million places. But okay, I mean, there are Caymans, but okay, you pick this. Would it shock me if I... If they like tried to figure out where he was going to be, that wouldn't shock me. But let's not even let's give them the credit for a minute. So you're in the same place. You walk in and you see this right. This man who you have said horrible things about horrible, horrible. And now like you are going up to him, which I get it, I guess. 
I guess. Not really. Like, I don't know if I would have, like, if I ran into Melissa out somewhere and she came over to me, I would be very cordial. I don't think I would go up to Melissa. I mean, Kim and I, Kim has said some pretty bad things about her every week on the Patreon. I mean, I have an opinion. So I don't know. There's a lot of people I just wouldn't go up to. I'd be like, I would just be like, I don't, I don't feel right. I've said horrible things to you. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm just not going to come up to you. So they've said horrible things. So going up and just saying, let bygones be bygones. And, you know, you were married to my sister. Well, that is, you could argue is, is pure, but a, you're also not speaking to your sister now. So it's not like you're in such a great place. So if you're doing this for your sister, you're not even speaking to her. So that's weird. And then the other part that's weird to me is that, like, how is this on a clear video? How is this clearly? Right. Who Who is filming this? Who is right. filming this? Now, and I'm being very honest, really honest, if I were Joe, because now, and then I look at him just knowing Joe. Now, I don't know Joe, like I wasn't married to him. He's not my best sure. friend, but just knowing the dynamics and having spoken to him at great length before, to me, he seems like he was not into this. That is me. Like, does, do you have the same? Does yeah. Have three? He yeah, didn't seem like he was into this. I thought it was very staged to some degree. I just, I just Staged don't know. by what? Joe Gorga? Yeah. I did. Right. Yes. And then, because Joe does not watch the show, Joe Giudice. But the other thing is, and I mean this with all sincerity, if I were Joe Judice, I would have said, listen, with all due respect, I just, I don't want this video. I don't want a hug. I just, I like, I'm, I'm like a real person, right? Like I'm a real person. That's why you listen to, right? Like, see, he's not, Uh, he looks uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. It's just so uncomfortable. And I I really, I don't know. I'm so torn because I like Melissa and Joe Gorga. I did. And I I have nothing against them. I just feel that if it were me, I wouldn't have done the hug. I, I would have said, please, I just, I, this is, this doesn't feel genuine to me. Like, I don't want to do this. Like you've said a lot of bad things about me and I wish you guys the best of luck. And I hope you have a great night. I don't want a hug and I don't want a video. That literally would be what I would have said. Just me. Like if someone out there is saying shit about me, you know, nonstop. And I don't mean like you leave a negative Instagram comment and we go back. I mean, like you say it for months and months and months and years. And then you see me and now you want to go in for a hug and there's a video. I would say like, listen, I just please, please, please back up. I I don't want this hug and I don't want this video. And then that would be viral too, but that I would rather have than this. So I really think Joe Judice was classy to do the hug and he kind of patted him on the back and he looks uncomfortable. That's me. That's my honest opinion. So I think it's really strange whether they stalked him out and waited for him or found him is another story. But even if it wasn't, I think you, I mean, I guess props to you for, it it doesn't feel genuine. It doesn't feel like let bygones be bygones. Here you are, you were deported. We happen to be here. It seems so staged to me as well. And oh, I think so Joe, bad. right? It's, it's interesting on his Instagram, you know, because this video has had almost ten thousand comments, and it's wow. split, it's pretty split where people are like, "Joe Judice looks uncomfortable." Um, we all said things about people that we love. Sometimes that doesn't mean that the love or history goes away. Forgiveness is a wonderful gift. It's great to see this. Love this. Um, 
seems a little fishy to me. So I, I, it's just so divided. It, look, obviously for Joe Gorga, it was a good, it's a good um, Instagram uh, moment, but it seems so fake. And then of course, Gia. Gia calls calls him out for basically seeming completely fake that he is. And then in those comments, there's a response from Melissa Gorga. And was- Joe, you didn't see this. There's two of the same comments. Did you see that? Yeah, because Melissa is saying that Joe picked up her phone, right? And and wrote the text message from from yeah. Melissa's phone. I mean, I know. I know. I just I just don't believe it. I'm sorry. It's so It's so weird to me. It's so it's weird. So weird. And they're just they're and I you know, I feel bad for Gia. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order that's 310nutrition.com and use code velvet row do you guys love my interview with aisha scott from below deck two weeks ago you know we totally bonded and she invited me on a future charter and it's something i could never consider before i had relief band planes are bad trains are bad but cars and boats oh my god i literally avoided the sea at all costs but now maybe i'll take aisha up on her offer because i have relief band i mean and i can tell you it's truly changed my life it actually works Relief Band helps quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, which I have, anxiety, which I have, migraines, which I have, hangovers, hello, I have, morning sickness, which I don't have. But I have to tell you whether you need everyday nausea relief or just an occasional cure, their patented technology makes feeling sick a thing of the past. It's literally a band you wear on your wrist to give you relief from nausea. Imagine that. Perhaps you'll see me on an episode of Below Deck very soon. So listen, if you want the band that actually works at relieving your nausea, check out Relief Band. Right now, we've got an exclusive offer just for Behind the Velvet Rope listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code VELVET, you get 20% off plus free shipping. So head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use our promo code VELVET for 20% off plus free shipping. Oh my God. So let me just say first off that in my defense, I am not a hypochondriac, but the other day I found this like mole and I was freaking out and then I was really freaking out and I didn't know what to do. But then I went on the ZocDoc website and I went down the rabbit hole and ZocDoc had really, it has had thousands of medical professionals that were pretty much there to help me and listen to all of my woes and basically calm me down, which is in that moment, what I needed more than anything. (sighs) You know, ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are 
patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them to treat almost every condition under the sun. So when you're not feeling your best, or in my moment of a complete freak out and trying to hold it together, finding great care shouldn't take up all your energy. And it didn't. I got great advice, and I actually made an appointment with a doctor that took my insurance and was right down the street from my house. Because I ain't traveling. So listen, go to ZocDoc.com slash VelvetRope and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours, like mine was. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash velvet rope. ZocDoc.com slash velvet rope. Listen, some people, I mean, I don't know why they're coming for Gia. Like, to me, this is her father. So... Gia wrote, this is honestly comical knowing you were with him for not even five minutes and were able to have somebody take a video of the interaction. Meanwhile, all you have done is talk so poorly about my dad. You are such an opportunist to take advantage of the once in a lifetime opportunity to see my father and use it for a post. I mean, I got to agree with her. And then Joe Gorga writes, we both said horrible things about each other. It was a nice moment. We have a lot of history. Get the hate out of your heart. That's from her uncle. And then did Melissa respond? It just is like, uh, I don't know. I mean, look, they're heck, they're great TV. They're great television, y'all. They're great television. But it seems a little fishy. It seems a little fishy to me. And I don't think Gia was looking to be a fame whore or insert herself. No, this is her father. Her father went to jail and is deported. He was in ICE. Like, it feels weird to me. It feels weird to me. It does. It just feels weird. Like, you know, look, there's so much history there. You take this opportunity to pull the person aside and say, listen, you know, how is everything? You went to fucking yeah. ice. You went to ice. God damn it. Do you know, scared. I mean, this is ice. I don't even want to go there. It's the real deal. And now yeah. you're deported and you can't come back in the country. So like, how are you? Like, how are you doing? You know, regardless yeah. of what you did, how are you? You know, I'm not talking to your your ex-wife, you know, and I don't even want to get into that. Just we wish you the best. You know, look at this crazy life we lead. And we 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 may, we may never see each other again face to face. You cannot come in the U.S. If we're never back in the Bahamas. Or I mean, we might never see you again. So just like let peace be with you. You know what I mean? Like there are things you could have said in a corner off air for three minutes, right? I look, I'm with you. I it, it, it's so staged, and um, yeah, I think they're a little desperate to stay on. I do feels a little desperate. It Maybe. seems like um, it seems desperate to me too. And I yeah. think Gia was fine. And I think Melissa posting this twice is really strange. And Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, that's where I go back. It's like, um, if you wanted a real connection, it would have been done off air. And even if some fan or some blogger that wanted to sell like who who, even if someone took the video that was wasn't part of your entourage, it just it's weird to me. It's weird. That's all I'm going to say. It's weird. I totally agree. Couldn't agree more. And Juicy looks uncomfortable. And listen, I mean, by the time everyone hears this, I mean, don't think Teresa is going to, this is going to come up. Teresa will have a comment on this. Like Teresa's done with them. So Teresa, Teresa is very close with Juicy. She's very close with Juicy. And she will, I guarantee you have something not nice to say about Melissa and Joe. Sure. And I'm not, look, this isn't going to help you stay on the show guys. So 
Should we talk next about, I mean, I'm shocked I wasn't there because I've seen her so many times. Uh, the Countess, number one housewife in the history of housewives. This is my girl. Well, tell um, me more because was, this show must have been in New York City because Leah McSweeney was there. Uh, thank God I wasn't there at this one. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, did that did that did that just come out? Did that did remind I just say that out loud? Why why where did it go south with Leah? You and I, Leah. I like authentic people. Okay. So if you wish yeah, that you were rich and you wish if you wanted to be Tinsley and you said, Look, I grew up with no money and I went to a school and everyone had money, and I was the poor girl on the back of the bus that they all made fun of, and I grew up seeing money and I grew up wanting money, and 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 you know, and I had hard times. And now I have a chance and I just, I want to be that rich Upper East Side bitch. Like I just want, I would respect whatever it is you want. I don't buy into like, I'm the downtown girl and I'm like of the people and I'm going to take a picture with little Kim and I'm hip hop. And yeah, she does Iggy, Iggy Azalea and all this. I just find her, she has fraud vibes to me. And I'm sticking with that considering I know all the players involved in this one too. That's all. It's my okay. opinion, people. My I opinion. Loved- Leah, for the first season Leah was on, I thought she was like a breath of fresh air to these women. I loved it. I, I guess a little bit of the charm wore off. I like. Oh, sorry. I liked how I thought it was very authentic that the first season where Leah came on, she didn't drink. And then she kind of she didn't really consider it a relapse, but she did like start drinking again and it really didn't go well. And unfortunately, I always feel like with these shows, <sighs> Like, it's so hard because it does encourage drinking culture. And it's like you are tuning in again for like the fights, now the the white collar crime and the alcohol, which is not really healthy for the people on. But I think once she got sober again, it was not as interesting. And then, of course, you know, you had the whole Ebony situation and blah, blah, blah. But uh, anyway, I don't mind Leah that much, but she was there. Somebody snapped a photo. Um, the, the Countess must have been, this was a New York City show, right? It looked phenomenal. I mean- this yeah. is this is where it all started for the Countess, even though the Countess is an international traveling superstar now because she has been to she Canada. Really is. She's back at her home, 54 Below. It is the home that Lou built. I mean, it existed way before it's Lou, amazing. but you know, she's she's at least the last time I heard she was the, she's their number one act like ever as far as ticket sales. So oh my Lou God. is you know, Lou really has great songs. Money can't buy you class. Money Chic can't la vie. buy you class. Listen. I mean, she really, it's so, she really is good. And the show sounded like it was off the charts. I mean, bachelorette parties were there. Lou got That's how it always on. is. People, people vomited at her. You Listen, she's, she plays at the L.A. Theater in L.A. I've been so many times. Oh we'll God. go again. Okay, we the have to. The number one, if we really had to go down, she's the number yeah. one housewife that's been on the show. I think we've had her on like nine times or eight. We've like out of everyone, I don't even have to count. Lou has been on the most. She is so classy, so great. Oh, you know, Andy Cohen listed his three favorite housewives. He said- Oh, tell me about this. You loved this list, I felt like. I, I wasn't shocked. He said, I didn't really read it. I just saw a swipe, but it said Candy, Luann, and Teresa. That doesn't really shock me. I figured maybe Kyle would be on there. But that doesn't really shock me. I think if he did a top ten, it would have Kyle. Candace? He li- no candy. No, 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 candy gal. Okay, okay. I was gonna say I don't think candy really burns. Okay, yes. Oh okay. God, no. He he can't stand candy gal. 
Candy Gal Dillard, no. He he don't like Candy Gal Dillard. No, I love Candy Gal Dillard. We love Candy Gal Dillard, but uh check out uh and girl, you you owe me for this girl. This I I normally charge thousands of dollars for this candy. Thousands. Uh shout out. I saw Candy Gal has the merch out. She's got Candy Gal merch for drive back or that whole Oh good deep space. There's so everyone who wants to buy a Candy Gal Dillard sweatshirt or t-shirt. And that's literally this is yeah, I gotta stop because I thousands candy i'm not saying anything else unless you give me my bank you got to pay for this i don't give free shout out sarah sarah um but he said candy lou and Teresa. that doesn't shock me he's really close with lou and he's really close with Teresa. but luann got thrown up on yeah so there you go and like a true professional the countess keeps she's really very down to earth luann she's really class with the countess is a real thing she just draws you in and makes you feel like it's your moment with her. She has that je ne sais quoi. She has that thing, really. Well, and I have to say with her, I think the more she hangs in there, she's a person, I don't know if other people feel this about Lou, but the more she hangs in there, the more she keeps performing, the more she keeps going through, you know, obviously alcohol abuse and men and hiring and firing and friendships and cabarets. I, I do root for her. I really, really root for her. There's something you really want to see about her succeed. I think- yeah, she's to me because she's a woman too that always had a man like supporting her. I think for a long time always felt like a man. You know, she married the count, and and then all that went away, and I think all the money went away, and then she had to build it on her own. So it's like, and she built it on her own after fifty. I I, I do respect her a lot. It's what I do enjoy about the. Yeah. Roni's over, honey, and Luann has a job. Roni's over, and everyone who says, "Oh, Ebony ruined Roni," people don't seem to realize Ebony had a real career in media for many years before Roni and Ebony has a real career in media now. So Ebony has a job. Luann has a job. Believe it or not, I can't believe I'm saying this. Jill Zarin has a job. Jill Zarin's her candles and that rugs. She sells. She sells. It's like a real job. Ramona with her real estate. I'm going to not buy that one. You know, does Ramona need to work. She's okay. Everyone always says, oh, she's so rich. I guess my definition of rich is skewed, which does make me seem a little out of touch when like, what's her face? When Oprah says that she's mortified someone gave a hundred dollar gift to their mother. Did you you know about that? What happened? (laughs) And so I guess my version, I mean, Ramona has a Hamptons house, Mm -hmm. which if she were to sell it, and I guess it doesn't have a mortgage, it's probably worth eight something. And okay, so that's, look, she's 66. So that is enough money for her to live on for the rest of her life. If someone were to give you $8 million, $9 million. And she rents a New York apartment. And she, I think, owns in Palm Beach something small for like one. I don't know what the mortgage situation is. If she owns that in cash, I guess, sure. But I don't yes. think Ramona is like loaded like people think. Like Jill has a lot of money from Bobby. You know, like Tinsley sure. has a lot of money. So I don't know. But I guess my version of what is really rich is skewed. And so now everyone's going to tell me that I'm a stuck up bitch. Um, what else can I tell you about everything? Uh, Kristen Doty turned 40. She's older than certain housewives. She's older than Heather Gay. She's older than Whitney Rose. She's older than Candy Gal. She's older than Ashley Darby. I don't know. Um, Doesn't matter. Heather- or do, you Heather, think, or do you think they're starting to look at the ages for Vanderpump Rules? 
Well, Kristen Doty has unfortunately been kicked to the curb and is no longer on the show. She's been fired for alleged racial insensitivities. Um, um, Oh, God, the other one. And Stassi Stassi. is never to to return, right? Never to return. I don't think that they will ever be allowed. Look, the show is doing great now. So, you know. They're definitely not coming back. If, If ratings are doing well, they're not coming back. Okay. And Kristen has moved on. Um, but I, I like Kristen Jody. I actually saw her live podcast tour. I was in Michigan a long time ago, and she was playing that night, and I attended. And she, well, I was there for some other, but listen, I've got business all over the world, Sarah. Okay. So I was there (laughs) and the concierge was like, here are some things going on tonight. I mean, it's Michigan. It's not like there was that much. No offense guys. Um, in Detroit was actually lovely. And, uh, there was from outside Detroit. So there you go. Uh, You know, and Madonna's from there. So we love Madonna, but, um, no. And then when they said, they said Kristen doubt. And I'm like, what do you mean Dow? Can you like D-O-B-T? Like, can you spell this? And they're like, D-O-U. And like, that's Kristen Doty. And oh my God, work that one out. Immediately, I will be attending Miss Doty's podcast stand-up. So thank you for telling me about the Kristen. They're like Kristen Dow. And I'm like, I'm going to attend this Kristen Doty show. Love Miss Doty. Um, Oh, and there's also this rumor about, speaking of Lou's show, that uh, Miss Medley, Miss Medley, Medley was kicked out. I don't know a lot about this. Dorinda has come out swinging saying I was not kicked out of Lou's show. You guys know that I love anything that could be delivered to my front door because I have no time to go out and track stuff down. And that's why I love Drizzly. Drizzly is a one-stop shop for all of your alcohol needs. I mean, what could be better, right? In fact, they're the largest online marketplace for alcohol in North America. You can buy beer, wine, liquor. Yes, for all you Kathy Hilton fans out there, they have Casa del Sol. And for all you Kendall Jenner fans, they have 818 Tequila also. They partner with thousands of retailers in more than 1,400 cities across the U.S. and Canada. They have competitive pricing and an unrivaled selection. Really, you can find almost any liquor on this website, and it's just one click. I don't have to look around at all different places. So after recording this damn podcast all day, oh, to relax with a nice vodka on the rocks. Nothing makes me happier. And I know none of you are listening to this podcast completely sober. So go to www.drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com and start purchasing all your alcohol needs today. I'm totally advancing in this game I'm playing online. And like, who knew I'd be good at this? It's called Love and Pies by Trail Mix Games and it's free. Now, I'm such an online gamer and I love Love and Pies because it honestly is like one of the only things other than when I can fall asleep that takes my mind off all these thoughts going on in my head. And I love it also because there's drama. You play as this woman named Amelia and she moves home and there's family drama. You take over the old family cafe. You restore it to its former glory. But of course, there's mystery and intrigue. Her family has more secrets than an episode of Real Housewives. Really. All that said, I didn't think I'd be good, but now I'm obsessed and I play this game anytime I have a free moment on my hands. And I love to play it as I go to bed because like I said, I have trouble sleeping and it helps me fall asleep. You guys check it out and let me know if you're good at this. For a tasty mix of love and drama, download Love and Pies for free today. That's Love and Pies, free to download in the App Store or Google Play, the greatest game by Trail Mix. Oh, all right. I I, I was going to say, I did not follow this rumor, uh, but I love it. Nothing would shock me. I hope Dorinda is up to her old ways-ish. I mean, when Dorinda is wasted and slurific, it is, uh, it's funny. I mean, it, you know, the last- I season- like a drunk Dorinda, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, the last 
reason it had gotten a little bitter towards um but I think I think her relationship with John was in the toilet and there was probably a lot of things happening. There's always a tipping point for so many of these women, you know, Nini, Dorinda, uh, you know, Bethany, where where it tips from they call people on their shit and it's funny to like being very bitter and why, you know, this person needs a break. So anyway, um, well, maybe Dorinda's back. I mean, I we do love a Durin moment. We do love a Durin. I mean, Lou, I know you're snapping pictures with her and everything, but you know, don't you remember the last time Dorinda was at your show? I mean, this whole Giovanni shout out and heckling. I mean, girl. And so I don't know if this rumor really is based on just like people making up a rumor or if it, you know, then I also read like Dorinda was drunk and she was arguing with the staff. I I don't know. But I mean, it's really, I mean, it's really non-confirmed. So I'm not sure it has any legs at all um now we have you know raquel from vanderpump rules i know you don't care about this she posted a picture with tom schwartz saying like just because like just because i can do this katie's like i never gave you guys permission to kiss sheena was like they had permission stassi schroeder is now weighing in and saying like no one asked my opinion but like this is thirsty as fuck so Stasi has entered the conversation. Does anyone care? Not really as much as um, not really as much as um we do about Juicy Joe. I just want to. I'm reading something yeah, about Lala. So she recently experienced with Randall. Give him Lala before the episode aired. I watched last night. I was so fucking. So she's just saying, you know, yeah. that she is like she's just cringing for herself because this whole thing with Randall's coming out. Do, do, do. Oh, the role-playing. Yeah, okay. All right, well, listen, we're going to have to see what happens. Um, Lisa Rinna is basically still living life with Harry and doing interviews. Anything else? Jennifer Aiden. Yeah. Rena looks no Rena looks I mean, I think Rena looks good, don't you? Rena seems happy. She looks booked and busy. I don't know. I, you know, maybe Rena is faking it very well. She's an actress after all, but she seems like she's moved on very well and remains quite relevant. Now, of course, you know, we know RHOBH is loosely filming. Maybe once the new season comes out, you know, you give it time another year from now, do people care as much? But she, you know, she's just right in the fashion world. Her daughters are doing great. I'm not sure that she cares, right? I mean, what do you think? That's the impression that I get. Listen, I feel, look, I don't think she left on her own. I think she got fired. But look, I mean, I am very similar to that type of person. Like with work, like when you say, remember you said, oh, David, thank you for telling me not to work with you because it'll end everything. Like, right, like I I saved you from me. Like when I'm in work mode, I am all in. So I feel that's what Rinna did, that she was like, this is the job and I'm all in. Now once, because I've been fired from every job, every job, which is why everyone, I've never, I- I don't know. I'd have to really think about this, but I'm not sure I've ever had a job where I haven't been kicked out, to be very honest. I've had now, a couple. I've had a couple where really? I left on my own. On Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably uh, 50-50 for me of being really? fired and then leaving on my own. Yeah. 
There's one when I was a lawyer, I left on my own for a lot more money, but I totally oversold myself. And so like the second day I was there, I was like, I have no fucking clue of what I'm doing. And then I, that one I got, that one I shockingly got fired from because I sucked. Most of them I get fired from because I have an attitude. But the second lo- legal job I have, I left on my own for a shit more load money and then was in over my head. All the others, like when I was in recruiting and HR, it was like my attitude I got fired for. But then I had my own company and then I sold it. So that was when I said, bitches, I need to work alone for the rest of my life. Now, what I have learned is, what is my point? Oh, so I'm all in with work. But then when I've been fired from the positions, I'm like, well, now I don't care. It literally was like the next day was like, I don't care anymore because I'm no longer on the payroll. So I understand, like, I understand that mindset of like, I was so invested, but then I went to bed and today I'm not there. So I'm over it. So I would, I get it. Like if that's legitimately what Rinna is, I agree with you. She seems booked and busy to me. And like, let's, now I'm not saying she was Nicole Kidman. I'm just saying that she did have a life before Beverly Hills. Yes. It did did her career. Wonders. Wonders. I am not backtracking and the money it put in her pocket over eight years. But like I I said, like our friend who I'm not allowed to mention, our executive producer friend who's high up and we're not, you met him um, with Sutton. um, He is like, tells me like we would never have this one. They would never have any housewives on that show pretty much, except for like a few of them. One of which, you know, like Teresa, one of which is Lisa Rinna. Like she can get real. She was just co-hosted the talk with Jerry McConnell. She gets booking. She gets real things. Yeah. 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 She's, I mean, she, people have really wanted to book her. You've seen her doing the talk show circuit. I mean, what I love about Rena is she just doesn't shy away, which to me, I feel like is why she's telling the truth. It's like, she just, you know, she goes right into the talk and E and all these shows and just owns it. And, um, yeah, I like her. And they, she was just on Hoda and Kath, uh, Hoda and uh, Jenna. And she and Harry were talking about how they really, their marriages work because they have nothing in common, really, aside from hot sex. And like, I saw that. <laughs> see it. Which I feel like is the same with my husband and me. Like we, when I saw that interview, I'm like, we're the exact same. Schman and I don't share the same type of music. We don't, he loves sports. I couldn't, I could care less about sports. Um, you know, Schman, um, like we'll eat the same thing every single day. I need variety constantly. Um, Schman eases into the morning. I could get up and co-host the show at 4.45 a.m. I mean, I we're the complete opposite. So I'm like, Would oh. you like to start doing 4.45? I would love that. I would absolutely love yeah, that. Yeah, because your time, it's like no, no, I love a morning show. Even when I'm in LA, I would love to do like a 5 a.m. with you. Nothing would make well, me happier. I, sure, sure, I'd do that. Oh. I- now you tell me. Like my old days, I did morning radio for years. I got up at 3.30, 4 a.m., always had the pot of coffee going. Anytime, I know you're on your schedule. Yeah. Anytime you want to move this show earlier than your nine o'clock, you put it in my, you text me. I would love to do a five, six, I like four. It. I'll even do a 3 a.m., honey. Um, Anything for the craft. Um, Yeah, I think she's fine. That's my opinion. I'm sure absolutely nobody cares about this, but I was curious. What did you think of these allegations against Gretchen Rossi, Rossi, Gretchen Rossi and Slade Smiley? Now, I, you know, I loved them back in the day. I don't know. I don't know why Slade used to be so hot when the OC first started. He's so gorgeous. 
then he was like this slime ball that everyone like jumped on. Anyhow, and I used to love Gretchen too. I loved Gretchen when she was with that sugar daddy that was like dying of cancer and she took care of him and they were so in love. Jeff. Jeff, Jeff. So the long and the short is essentially you probably all saw, I was very shocked to see this, that Slade's son, one of Slade's oldest son had died of a brain cancer that he'd been fighting since he was like six years old. He was 22 years old at the time. Well, now the biological mother of this young man who just passed has come out and, and, you know, Slade and Gretchen put out these beautiful posts of like, he'll be forever loved. Um, that it's Skylar was his name. Anyway, Skylar's biological mom says that Slade and Gretchen are so full of shit. Michelle Ario, um, told TMZ that Gretchen's recent social media posts about the loss of 22 year old Grayson. I'm sorry. The, the young man's name was Grayson are so disrespectful saying the couple was grossly misrepresented and had hardly seen Grayson over the past five to 10 years. It was their relationship was virtually non-existent. God. And I thought, God, if that's true, how fucking sad is that that all these years they haven't really seen him and he's been battling something so traumatic i mean listen i love gretchen as a person i mean one-on-one i've had her on and i've spoken to her i mean look i don't first of all everyone grieves differently that's the first thing would i ever post my mother's death my father's death it's brother's sister i would never share that with anyone, I would never post a personal death in my family on social media, but that's just me. So I will never do the, Hey guys, I have bad news. And please, you know, respect my time and, you know, say a prayer for my mother. You didn't fucking know her. So I would never share any of that with any of you. Sorry. However, most people in the public, I do. So I don't fault anyone i think people grieve differently i really doubt like what like she's implying this was for sympathy like i doubt it i doubt it you know i think it was to me it seemed very heartfelt and look at sometimes if you don't see people and they pass away those are the most and i don't even know if that's true i'm just saying those are the most complicated deaths because now you have all sorts of guilt associated with that of like why couldn't i have seen this person more it only takes an hour out of the day but i mean you can't reverse so it's like sometimes when you have a complicated relationship or you weren't really present as much as you maybe should have been it's almost like it brings up more issues when the death occurs you do know that's true right yeah. And, you know, when, you know, when people die, emotions are so high, right? I mean, I, my own, when my own dad passed, I can remember my mom having issues with my grandparents. I mean, there's, it's just so emotional on so many levels. Michelle added that she had to hire lawyers to get Slade to cough up child support payments, claiming he still owes $152,000 in child support. Michelle has apparently lost her home, business, and life savings trying to take care of her son, Grayson, with this rare cancer. There is a GoFundMe set up. Um, I mean, that narrative was out there before, though, as well, as far as this goes, just for whatever that's worth. $32,000 has been raised of the $75,000, the memorial fund for Grayson Smiley. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I know. It's, but didn't, doesn't sound great. Um, doesn't sound great by them, but it is always, I know, family tensions are very tough. And, and Gretchen is like, you know, the religious, like, like I, I, she's just one of those, like, I won't say anything bad or think anything bad about, like, I feel knowing her, 
you know, just having had interactions with her. I don't know if knowing is the right word. We're not best friends, but we, we correspond. I mean, I could text her right now and she would respond. I mean, that's just, you know, I think it's, I think it's, 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 well, yeah, hit hit her up. Um, uh, Hit her up, David. But no, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, that never crossed my mind. And I just think it's, I don't know. That's a really slimy thing to claim. And if that's like, I don't know. Do people really say I'm going to use this like for a, a sympathy moment? I don't buy it. I, I read that. I don't buy it. Oh, and by the way, speaking of the OC, there's all Heather Dubrow, the queen of the OC people. Love the you, queen. Heather D. I mean, she's the only one who's really like classy and nice. Um, she, that's not true. Megan King is wonderful. Um, she has Megan. had, she had a party, I guess. And, you know, Tamrat and, uh, Shannon Bedore with her Ozempic and, um, and oh. isn't it so obvious that she's on Ozempic and there's a, God, there's another rant for another show, but this is what drives me insane because Shannon Bedore, I believe who again denies Ozempic. But I don't believe it for one heart because she's yo yo. Nobody so is losing much. this. Shannon has never been this thin. I'm sorry. I am on it. I am on it. I know there's it doesn't exist. I mean, Emily Simpson, too, is saying she's with this trainer or whatever. I just don't. Shannon's like never been this thin. I'm sorry. There's all all of a sudden this shot that everybody that is your best friend, sister's mother's on and you you're not taking it. And you just happen to be healthy and now losing weight. I don't buy it. Go on. I just know what bothers me, but I was looking to confirm this is Shannon, I believe, sells all kinds of supplements and, you know, things that, again, it's always loosely put. um, The sister wives do this where they have various, you know, oh, like health ish. And, And what happened to Shannon Bedore's meals? Like, remember, she was selling those meals. Um, well, this is why Bethany Frankel says, you know, there's businesses and there's real businesses. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, listen, in, in Shannon's case, that is that is a valid thing that she wouldn't like be real, able real to cuisine. that she wouldn't be able to admit that she was on this because of her business. I didn't even think of that. But again, you know how I feel about people not admitting the truth just admit it just admit it um do i know that she's on it for a fact like some of the others no but she is but heather dubrow had a party and she didn't invite tamrat taylor or shannon and her ozempic so looks like maybe it'll be a good season um why would heather invite you guys if she's not getting along with you to like an actual party when filming doesn't take place why are we even talking about this right I mean, uh, yeah. I'm not inviting anyone to my party that I film with that, you know, I yeah, don't know. Sure. It's a job. Like, what's wrong with keeping it separate, especially if I don't like you, you know? Hey, okay. I'll hear from all of the haters now that don't like Miss Dubrow, but I am unapolog- uh, unapologetically team Heather Dubrow because IRL, she's nice and wonderful. Um, Anything else that we have to talk about or is it time for you to get back to it's, your sister wives? It's um, time for you to get back to your sister wives, your thousand pounders, your love oh. after lockups. You know what you're not getting back to? What? Your MILF manner, because no, no one's talking about that anymore. My God. I just had April Jane on my show from MILF Manor. 
Very lovely, but uh, I, I do not believe we're getting a season two. You're right. Crickets, so crickets. Nobody, crickets. It, it, it's, you know, actually that needs to be a whole, not that no one cares actually. So there, but you and me, cause we love TV inside gossip, but I've never seen a show get so much hype. Maybe like. Calpo you know, sisters. Cause I had those three on that's it. That, that phase went nowhere. I've never seen a show get so much anticipation and hype and drop so fast. I I don't I couldn't even tell you one person watching. I would love to know the ratings. I I'm for, I love the concept, but the you know the people on the show didn't even know the concept. The, these women had no idea. They just were cast with their sons, and then some of the no sons, honey, were hot. They are hot, but they didn't know that that was going to be it. And it was so uncomfortable. I mean, it would have been better. If they brought their sons to this island and it was like other young guys that they were tasked with meeting and then it was sort of like young guys, I don't know, their their sons like going out on the states with the young guys and like mentoring them. I don't know. It just it's it's horrible. It's not going anywhere. I mean, where do you even get us? How do you even get a season two out of that? You'd have to cast a whole new group. It's over. It's literally over. I actually wanted to watch it, but now that it's crashed and burned and I haven't watched it. It's Um, it's just creepy on a way that like, you're like, okay, all right, cool. This could be interesting. But then they have them do things where they're blindfolded and feeling up their sons to try to, and everybody's so awkward about it. Like really? Yeah. It's very, that is really cringy. The mothers are feeling up their own sons. Yeah. That's weird. Yes. Yes. It's very, I'm not into that. All right. Well, listen, Sarah Frazier, um, let the gossip be with you because we got another show to do soon. Keep in touch, girl. Love you. We'll do. We'll talk this week. Bye, honey. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.